Lesson number one. First, make your opponents think you're good by insisting on playing from the blue tees. Call the white tees the baby tees. But when you get a chance, sneak ahead and move the markers ahead about 10 yards. Don't get caught. Lesson number two. Pretend you've never played the course before. Who's next hole? Lesson number three. Act as if you know exactly what you're doing, even while you're in shock after dropping a 12-foot putt. Swagger, boast a lot. Lesson number four. Don't let your opponents play the cheating game better than you, as Hartford Whaler Paul Lawless did to me. That's quite a technique for eliminating an opponent, Paul. Uh, what do you call that technique? Well, we call this the dump and run technique. Uh, works very well when I'm losing and my opponents uh, got me by about four or five strokes. <laughs> Lesson number five, very important. Avoid three-putting at all costs. This includes the use of the hand wedge and the foot wedge. Lesson number six, let the animals on the course help you. Make friends with them. Talk to the froggies. Watch the birdies and the bunnies. They know where your ball went, and they know that you cheat. Most important, stay away from woodchucks. They're mean. That's four balls I've lost to woodchucks today. Going back to California, the place where the beer flows like wine and the Safeway open at Silverado Resort and Spa comes a shade earlier than normal this year. Cutline is going to give you a breakdown unlike any podcast out there. But first, hello Canada, hello Australia, hello USA, and hello UK. Also a hola to our friends in España. And to our new listeners... Feeling out of your mouth. Oh, now do the Swedish chef. Uh, I'm not familiar. What province is he from? He lives on Sesame Street, dumbass. And yes, while the Swedish chef does live on Sesame Street, and yes, we have the best breakdown of this week's tournament. And of course, to our returning listeners... The cat lawyer, Meowsy McDermott. You've got to be kidding me. We love it that you're here. No jabs at our return listeners this time. We love you guys. We love that you take our, the time for us. So now the cut line continues to great thing to do great things for the daily fantasy sports community and growing your bankroll on a weekly basis is just one of them. But we could not do that without our sponsor. Taping up your video is as easy as this with the HR7100 Video Recorder from JVC. With color-coded feather touch controls, fast shuttle search, a 10-day timer, and full-function remote control, JVC's HR7100 is simply great video, and its very affordable price makes it great video value, too. The HR7100, simplicity in motion from JVC. Available at Six Points TV and Video, Video Express, and Video Trend. That's right. You're not going to be home this weekend for the big tournament, are you? 
Nothing better to record that match than the HRVC 7100 VHS video recorder. Nice. JVC, the best VCRs for your home entertainment system. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an ideal sponsor, and I highly recommend investing in JVC VCRs. Oh man, I'm, I'm buying all of it. Welcome to the cut line. I am Michael Cavalunas at Lunas on Twitter. How'd I do last week? Ooh, you suck. Yeah, it uh, was not so hot. But this is DFS, and this is the DFS world we live in. There are ups and downs, strikes and gutters, and this is what the fall swing is all about. Excited to start crushing this week. Yet, good news, Zach is here. What? His- what? His swing looks like a question mark, a ball flight that benefits from a fairway that is dry as a motherfucker. Martin Pillar's ever so casual fans. His drive slices right, putter picks are right on. Zach Manafort. Hello, Zach. Hey, buddy. What's going on? You were talking a shitstorm on Twitter. I, I was. I'm sorry. I was just, I was locked in. Not on the Straka. You... Not. You, you even got cut sweats to start roasting me. I think I tagged cut sweats by accident, but it, it worked out in my favor. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I was trying to look up the cut. I was trying to search him out. I, I don't know what happened. It somehow worked my way into the tweet, and I was like, well, I'm all see what happens. And I liked it. it worked out well. <laughs> For the record, you know the way it typically works on this show, at least the way I want it to work, is that like, if we were going to compare us as DFS golf players i'm like you know rock you as a hurricane highway to the danger zone and uh, and you're more like my heart will go on from fucking titanic okay yeah that's where I, that's where i'll you're embrace at. that i'm i'm, I'm, I'm right I'm, there i'm just talking sh- shit today because like that's not oh i can't believe you got so like i I, I, to- I told you i there was nothing i was more sure about than shank over shep or straka sorry shank over straka it's like a nothing. Outward cry of roasting the Lunas. Ugh. I had to get it back. I lost. I lost big on the pillar last year. I had to. I finally got one on my side. I'm taking it all the way to the bank. Well, to like a three percent ROI this week, but that's fine. Oh, that's good. How's everything else going? Good. Good. Yeah, not bad. Works crazy. Uh, life is crazy, but here we are. I love it. So, some breaking news for. Anyone out there who has not been paying attention? Yeah. There was a camel's testicles bitten by a woman at a Louisiana truck stop. Hmm. Interesting. So there's also a woman pecked to death by a, by a rooster. Well, it might be she time. Had var- she had varicose veins. Blood out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so there's that. I, just, I don't know what story is worse. <laughs> Watch out for the rooster. Oh. Now the cut line is here to bring you in-depth DraftKings analysis of the Safeway Open at the beautiful Silverado Resort and Spa in Napa Valley, California. There are no camels. There are no roosters there. And we're going to do the best we can. <laughs> I like these guys. They are funny guys. Kill one of them. To 
make sure you guys are catching on Sunday. We'll be sure to bring timely wax, greenside sand traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. And now the goal of the cut line is to make sure that you are creating the best lineups, winning lineups, cashing lineups that are kicking ass and taking names, scoring big, and with everyone's favorite six of six through the cut line. Whew. But Zach, question. Wednesday night, before you're making your lineups, before you're going on vacation anywhere, <laughs> what are you doing? You're not going to like my answer to this one, Ooh, but I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be packing. I'm going to packing for another trip. Another trip? Yeah. Spectacular. Where yeah, are you going this time? Singapore, Philippines, and Japan. What? A, you're gonna you're spreading like is this a cut line tour of? It, it is. I got to go check out all the all the new courses. I'm getting in the Japan swing. Well, enjoy the food. <laughs> Six days. I'm telling you gonna be a whirlwind well i know what i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna be checking out fanshare sports i'll be doing that tuesday night (laughs) oh that's a little too early it's a little too early but even with my own personal projections i know to the second opinion is incredibly important and the guys i trust are fanshare sports so if you're not subscribed good news we got a great way for you to fix it boys and girls it's very easy go to fanshare Input the word cut line in the discount option, the coupon option, and you'll receive 20% off your membership. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Ownership is a leverage not to be belittled. That might be the truth. It might be the smartest thing we say. And as always, a special thanks to PGA and Fantasy National for all the stats they provide for golf fans and PGA DFS enthusiasts. Fantasy National is helping draftees create unique lineups based on key stats and analysis. Trying to figure out why you're struggling week in and week out? More than likely it's because you're not considering Fantasy National. You're ending up in the wrong end of the flag stick, so I ask you, how are your lineups doing? Now the fall swing rolls on. And the Safeway Open brings new challenges for the savvy veterans and brand new faces. Poa Greens and barely just 7,200 yards worth of golfers are looking at this weekend. And even though the birdie count was plenty in recent years, this course provides plenty of bogey opportunities as well. Zach, what challenges do the golfers face this weekend? Silverado. Uh, so Silverado is on the north course, par 72, played at just under 7,200 yards. Uh, we're going out to the west here, so we're back on POA, which is going to be a good change. We've done Vent, we've done Bermuda, and now we're going to hit POA. So get, get get to looking at some POA splits and west coasters. Coast course difficulty, you know, as you said, birdie fest, 29 out of 49 last year. So not, not extremely challenging, but not easy. The green speed's on the slower end. We've been sitting at the higher end of the stint meter. Now we're going to go back down to 11. So a little bit slower, but bumpier, undulated, all that fun stuff that comes with, with POA. So just prepare for that. Uh, typical course, three par fours. So, you know, ten par four, four, three. I'm sorry. Let me restart that all together. Four par threes, ten par fours, and four par fives. The par fives aren't that long, so they're easily reachable in two. But, you know, as you mentioned... If you overshoot or get a little off course, it can destroy your card. So, you know, got to have a little bit of accuracy here, but having some length doesn't hurt. 
Uh, the, the winner of this event, uh, funny enough, does get a trophy in the form of a wine barrel, which are also the tea markers at every hole. So there you go. Useless fact of the day for you. Uh, the course was redesigned in 2014 by Johnny Miller. It was originally a Trent Jones course, so not much here to really talk about, but it was been played here consistently since 2015, so we do have some good data. Uh, what else we got to say about this? Yeah, tree-lined, Bermuda fairways, some pretty uh, extensive bunkers that are pretty deep, so scrambling and sand saves could be key here. Uh, there is water in play in a few holes, but not, not terrible. Um, for me, the key stats I'm looking at this week are mostly you know, strokes gain approach, strokes gain short game, birdie or better gain, because I do think the winner is going to putt better than most of the field, so I'm also looking at putt putting on POA over the last 100 rounds. Strokes gain ball striking, GIRs gained, strokes gained on par fives, and I'm also going to throw in a bit of good drives, because I want guys that are accurate but also have some length, because we've seen various winners over the years here that are a little bit of everything, so I'm trying to capture kind of the best all-around game. Um, so, that's what I'm looking at this week. What about you? Are you looking at anything anything different? Um, not too different from what you were. Uh, I am going to look at birdies are better gained. Also, yeah. just going to look at birdies in general. I, I do think sand save percentage is a pretty key stat here. Yeah. Um, so, it, it's important to note that the winners have done very well in the sand. Three-putt avoidance. Um, strokes gained par five, greens and regulation gained in strokes gained approach. Those are the main stats that I'm going to be looking at here. Um, and I, it is a scorer's course, don't get me wrong, but also it could be penalizing. So it's a balancing act here. I'm not going to be waiting drives as much as you are. And um, yeah, that, that's just the route I'm going to go this week. Of course, putting on POA. I think that's going to be key. I really do. But, um, you know, putting's so fickle. But that's going to... Fickle. 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 Sorry, I'm in a mood today. It's okay. Hey, random question. Speaking yeah. of moods. All right. I got this guy at work. Let's call him Ron. Anyways. Hey, Ron. So, Ron believes that ketchup is a completely useless, irrelevant condiment. You tell Ron to shut his mouth. That nicely? No, you just tell him to shut his mouth. He Don't says it's irrelevant. I, he says the only thing you need is barbecue sauce. False. I love ketchup. I think it's completely Don't. necessary. Don't you? Don't. Ron, you're not allowed to listen anymore. Banned. IP banned. I don't think he listens. I just, oh. I just... Well, tell Ron he he's wrong. All right. So that's going to take <laughs> us to our birdie or better segment. We're going to break down each tier of golfer. And talk about the players that we like and that we intend to fade for this weekend's tournament. And we are going to start in that 11 to 10K range. And man, is this tournament loaded compared to recent weeks? Oh man, I know, right? I was just like, wow, the field actually doesn't just suck. It is very interesting. And this range includes Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantlay, Adam Scott. Hideki Matsuyama in a properly priced Sung J.M. Ugh, I don't like it. It's properly priced. Finally. Um, I'm going to tell you where I'm going. Sure. Don't say Adam Scott. Uh, no, I was not. I was going to say Hideki Matsuyama for 10-5, please. Ranks number two in my 
uh, fantasy national model. First in approach, fifth in strokes gained, par five, sixth in greens and regulation gained, third in birdies are better gained. The risk here, obviously, is that three putt avoidance. He worked ranks near the bottom, but as long as his approach game's on, I'm anticipating a Matsuyama that's going to dominate this course. Lastly, his best putting surface by far is Poa, and that is the surface we're on. I loved how he closed out the year last year. Obviously, his first time playing on PGA Tour this year, but a ninth at the Tour Championship, third at the BMW, third at the Northern Trust. It's Hideki Matsuyama, man. Guy's great at golf. I think he's in play. Yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely see it. I don't know why. Yeah, no, no. I have no issue with that at all. I, I love it. All right, who else do you like in this range? I'm really torn. I don't like, I as it goes back to the last couple of seasons, I just don't like paying for guys this high this early in the season. I, I don't really like anybody here. Uh, I initially liked Cantlay, but I, I just can't pay 11-2 for Cantlay. You can't, can't lay your money? Cantlay. Cantlay. No, I was going to try to stay away from that, but you got you pulled me back in. Cantlay on Cantlay. If I'm forced to pick somebody here, I guess I'm going with Sanjay. Okay, well... I'm just going to ride the Sanjay train because the guy's unstoppable and he's obviously dialed in and I don't think he's going to stop. I think he's just going to steamroll this whole fall swing. Cantley at 11-2. I think he's properly priced, but I don't know if that necessarily means fade. Well, I, I don't know if you... I wouldn't say fade him. I'm just not going to play him. I think I'm just going to put most of my exposure in Sanjay. I mean, the guy gains half a stroke putting on Poa. He's his best surface. Like For a guy that's just a machine on every, everywhere else, like, you're going to put him on his best putting surface and I'm, gonna, and I'm not going to play him? I can't. I have to. Yeah, it's not even close. Sanjay's putting surface on Poa is, is <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's absurd. If it's a trap, then I'm going to be trapped. I, I, can't, I can't say no. Well, I, I would argue that these three guys, Sanjay, Matsuyama, and Scott, are going to be very 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 chalky in this upper tier he, 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 i think the lowest own of all these golfers including thomas is cantley really you think so yeah i do i i think cantley is that name that of all these is the least popular think about it everyone loves adam scott everyone loves decky sung jay's our favorite my favorite golfer right now yeah i agree i i mean you just look at these names here at the top and Cantley is out. So part of me wants to say, hey, for a leverage standpoint, why not play a golfer who has the same ability as all these other golfers in the top tier? I don't know where I'm going just yet on that, but it is something that I think is very important to consider. No, I, I agree. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, Stat-wise, I think Sanjay, for me, ranks out the lowest of these guys, and I, I can't. I don't I don't believe it. So I'm, I'm going with Sanjay. Fair enough, fair enough. Who else do you want to mention in this? Uh, nobody. Come on. Nobody? I mean, it's the top of a field. It's, just, it's the best players in the field in a moderately weak event once you get below 8K. They all have the ability to, to win this thing and win it by a mile if they get hot. I don't, I don't think there's a bad play in this range. Justin Thomas. Yeah, you're going to have Justin Thomas in your life. Like, what are you, no, what are you no. planning on playing this weekend, first of all? Uh, I'll play the, the 20 max and the 3 max and the single entries, mostly. And I will not have any Justin Thomas. You'll I not, promise. Not, not one, not a single share. Nope. Nope. I will have... A, no, I'll have Sanjay. 
That's what that is it above ten k. All right, Sunjay. In terms of Vegas odds, coming in at plus two thousand. Justin Thomas plus six fifty. So Sunjay's plus two thousand. I'm going down that. So that's that's wrong. I don't care. Wrong. 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 So for you fractional odd people, that's twenty to one versus thirteen to two. If you don't know that, you don't know math. Fools. Um, Matsuyama sixteen to one. Can't lay ten to one. Adam Scott fourteen to one. So, yeah, I agree with you about this upper range. I mean, they all fit the bill to do well here this weekend. Um, of course, with Adam Scott, you're gonna have to swallow the pill of maybe that putter will be awful. Maybe that putter will be amazing. I will say this: Scott does awesome on Poa. No, yeah, I agree. No, I can say I think all these guys have the ability to, to do well here. I just I have to pick and choose. All these guys rank in the top ten in my rankings model, so. Um, they're all in play. Let's go. Let's go down to that nine k range. Let's go. Um, this includes anywhere from DeChambeau all the way down to Kevin Na with Leishin, Morikawa, Benny Ons, Neds, all in, fitting in between. Who's your favorite in this range? Because honestly, I have a hard time with this nine k range. You know, I thought I did, but the more I stare at it, the more I like. It's going to be Chalk City. I mean, honestly, all the the stellar course history guys are right in this range. I don't know. If I have to pick a favorite and it's not, if I go away from the chalk, I think my favorite play in this range is Colin Morikawa. Well, Morikawa is going to be chalk. You, he, no, because you got Reavy, you got Ryan Moore. I, I, th- I just think Morikawa is lost in, the, in between the, the super studs and the course history studs. Morikawa was just He's a in, West Coast he, look, guy. He was just in Golf Digest. He is the the new darling of PGA. He's very well known already. Yeah, but he fell off at the end of last, the end of the season. He, he just did, didn't. He won. What's his? He won. What's its fuck? That no, he didn't. He didn't win. That wasn't Morikawa. That was um, yeah, his his buddy there. Man, I'm drawing blank today. It wasn't Morikawa. All right. So he is 48th at the BMW, 52nd in the Northern Trust, 31st at the Window. Oh, that's right. Fourth in the John Tier and second yeah. at three M Open. Yep. Um, I think he's going to be pretty popular. He may not be the chalk of this range, but he's going to be super popular for sure. I I I don't think he will. Matthew Wolf. That's who I was thinking of. All right. Well, well let's start breaking it down a little bit more specifically. Let's just look at Colin Morikawa. Um, yeah. I mean, look at his his pillow putting. He's up there in almost point three strokes around, which is close to. Uh, Sanjay at point four nine. The yeah. problem with Morikawa's data is he only has like even in the last hundred rounds right. he only has fourteen, you know, rounds on record here that we're collecting data from on Poa. So that that concerns me. And it's not like they they pop. He grew up. He, they don't, he grew up in L.A. though. That's fine. I'm glad that he, he grew he's up in played, L.A. He's played Poa courses his entire uh, collegiate career. Like he's obviously good on them. All right, but he struggled here out of the sand. He ranks 91st in the field in the last 100 rounds. Granted, 14 rounds is what we're looking at. He's 43rd in greens and regulation gains, 78th in three-putt avoidance, 31st in par fours, 400-450, 86th in par 5s not, not that Morikawa can't putt on POA. It's just he struggled overall on POA courses. I don't know. I think... That he is going to shock the world this year. Shock the world. 
shock and awe campaign, Colin Morikawa. Although I'm higher on Matthew Wolf, but he's not in the field. So, Colin Morikawa. Well, a guy I like is Bryson DeChambeau. Mm, interesting pick. Now, DeChambeau putts very well on Poa. Not as well as Bermuda, but he putts very well on on uh, on this type of surface. The one other reason thing I like about DeChambeau is in 2018, he finished tied for 17th. All right, I really think DeChambeau is trying to make some steps forward this year. He's kind of reaching that point in his career. 22nd overall in my model on Fantasy National. 12th in the strokes gained, par 5. Ranks 8th and 7th in birdies are better gained and birdies respectively. Now he's going to have to avoid that scrambling bunker type play. Mm-hmm. And that's where I worry about DeChambeau. But if his approach game's on, he can surprise this weekend and go very, very low. Yeah, I see it. I, I just don't like that sand struggle. I, I think it's going to happen, uh, and I don't think he ends up on the right side of it. All right, well, who else do you like in this 9K range? Uh, I got to go with a little horse horse hero at Ryan Moore at 9,100. I mean, the guy has just played here three times. He's a second, a 17th, and a 10th. Uh, he's made his last three cuts. He, on POA courses, he's 10th in approach, 10th in burger better gain, 12th in stroke gain on the par fives. 24th in GIRs gain and 17th in ball striking. And then out of that, all of that, he is also a pretty solid putter. Uh, 28th in the field on Poe over his last 100 rounds. Uh, for me, he ranks out 5th overall when I run everything together. Um, so for 9,100, I, I don't know I don't know that I can stay away from Ryan Moore. Yeah, I agree. Ryan Moore looks good. It, He's going to be super owned, but I, I just, I like, I, I can't say no. Yeah, in an MME, you can't fade Ryan Moore. I guess in a three max you can risk it and go somewhere else, but yeah, um, that's that's kind of the name of the game. Um, True. My high risk play in this range, who I think is totally worth it, and make sure you get in some lineups, is Benny On. Yeah. Um, finished third last weekend at Sanderson, and was kind of just snake bitten because I think he had never played there before. It's re- <laughs> I mean that's really what I think happened, right? Um, yeah. When you look at him historically, he does not do well on POA, and I'm okay with that. But, you know, in his tournament history here, he's never played here at all. So, Benny on in kind of the same boat, but because of that third place finish last weekend, I think, I think he's a great choice to top five, especially at his price at 9500 I think he's going to be lower owned in this range, which kind of gives you some leverage, especially with a guy who has such high upside. Statistic-wise, he's not going to pop. And I think because of that, he's going to have lowered ownership. I mean, especially in the last 100 rounds on POA, he has just seemed to struggle. But I think just that's part of just Benny On becoming Benny On. And uh, he's one of those golfers that uh, is is interesting in that he has had such a strong second half of last season. Yeah, he really did. 47th at the, I'm sorry, 28th at the BMW, 38th at the Northern Trust, 3rd at the Wyndham, 32nd at the Open, 13th at the Rocket Mortgage Classic for a miscut of the Travelers, but 16th at the U.S. Open, 17th at the Memorial. I mean, that's that's Benny on really, really turning it on, and, and potentially we're looking at just kind of like um, finding stride in his career as a golfer, potentially. Yeah. He's in that, in that, in that kind of gold zone of age, so. What do you think? Do you like Benny or what? Uh, I'm not on him, but I mean, what you're pitching sounds good. Um, 
I definitely think he'll be lower owned of the group. And I, I, I can see the reason to play him. I just, I just won't have any. <laughs> I see, I see your, I see what you're going for. And I, I kind of believe it, but I, I can't. I'm not going. I'm not going heavy on the on upper guys this week. I'm only going to pick a couple. It's, a, it's an interesting strategy there, Cotton. Paying off so far. All right, Molinari, yes or no? No. Sub five percent ownership. I got him at right now. That's fine. You can those five percent can miss the cut. Molinari. Really? I mean, he's in good form. I mean, yeah, he's one of the great golfers in the field. But I just, yeah, his short game that is usually dialed in has not been the greatest on Poa recently. So no thanks. Has he played across the pond since Ugh. since the BMW? I don't think so. No. Nope. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. You're wrong. Oh, across the pond. Sorry, I thought you were talking about he uh, this side of the pond. He played at the. Yeah, he did. He did. Yes. Sorry, I was looking at PGA events. Yes, he has. Okay. But I still have none of them. Okay. I'm sticking to sticking to my guns this week. Played at the Wentworth Club West Course. Finished in 14th. Danny right, Willett good. won. Johnny Rahm second place. Billy Horschel fourth. Billy Ho. Billy Ho. I think I think you have to have Molinari at sub five percent. Have to. Nope. It's Molinari. Molinari. I, I, I'm a great fan. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Molinari, just not this week. 34th no, in my fantasy national model. 21st in approach. 6th in par 4s. 450 range. 18th in greens and regulation gained. Middle of the road in terms of birdies. Middle of the road in terms of stand save percentage. Middle of the road in bogey avoidance. He's Middle of the road ain't going to do it. Hey, he's the type of guy who gets hot. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I, I think Molinar is in play. I think you really need to look at the stats, maybe considering them, especially based on your lineup builds and lineup constructions. If he's your one, if he, you can have a chalk lineup and throw him in there and dominate. Eh. Pass. Fine. <laughs> Pass. Pass to the AKs. All right. Who else? Anyone else in this range? Uh, just to mention a few, I'll have a little bit of Kevin Na, I think. Garbage. And Chez Revy, who will be super chalk. I don't like That's Kevin it. Na. I mean, I'm not, eh. I mean, eh. Le- I'll have some. Leishman? Not a ton. Leishman? I don't know. The withdraw two weeks ago kind of worries me. He's here now. He was there too. No, no, I, I have him as a as a circle looking to closer to to the start. But no, I'm I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna have more cow and more, and that'll probably be my heaviest nine k exposure. All right, other names you may want to consider to this range: Snedeker, eh, yeah. eh, <laughs> eh, um, and Chesri. That's about it. Chesy, Chesy will be chalk. Oh yeah, I like Ches. Ches could probably be up to like 20, 25%. That's for true. Ches Reeve at 92%. I don't know why he always garners so much ownership, but fine. Whatever. Ches Reeve chalk week. All right. Down to the 8K range. And I thought the 9K range was tough. The 8K range is even more difficult. It's so... The 8K li- range sucks. I mean, it's limited in your player pool. And if you get it fucking wrong, you're fucked. Yep. 
So, speaking of getting it wrong, you know where I'm going, right? I'm probably right there with you. I have one guy. Uh, I'm going to Mr. Cavs himself. Cavs like Adonis Phil Mickelson. Yep. I'm the same. I have the same exact pick. Yep. I I, I think now is the time. <clears throat> absolutely. He's been off for so long. Yep. And apparently only drinking coffee, eating coffee beans, and a select coffee diet that's supposed to improve his game. I can't. Do you remember that tweet? I do vaguely. When he was str- when he was from. when he was struggling, and he's like, "I've been on a coffee diet, and I've yeah. lost ten pounds." I do, and I just care. Oh, God, it's so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, stat wise, good old Phil Mickelson ranks third overall in my fantasy national model. Last hundred rounds wow. on POA. Okay, eighth in approach, sixth in strokes gained, par fives, par fours. 400 to 450 range, he ranks fourth. The only stat in my mid condition model where he's kind of just middle of the field and not top 30 is greens and regulation gained at 47. And we know that from Phil. He's at that 8,200 price, and I love it because often his DraftKings scoring is better than his finishing position. Yep. I think Phil is awesome i would love phil at sub 10 percent, which i think yep. we're absolutely gonna get and he can totally win this tournament up oh, with you I, I he's the only one i have highlighted in this range uh he actually for me when he, he ranks up number two which is out of control um i i just can't see that this is this is where he gets back together and if he doesn't then i'm off him forever yeah then you're gonna be like okay you're old and bad now, i mean but... this is the spot where he should have no problem especially at this price at least not tanking your lineup yeah uh, unless he misses the cut but um that we're anticipating he won't right you don't like a guy like answer no i don't i I just his post stats don't look good to me honestly he ranks 67th overall in my model and if only 65 are gonna make the cut now i'm not gonna pick a guy that's underneath that fair enough he, he does have an, uh, a mixed tournament I, history here with a 37th in 2018 and missed a cut in 2016. I think if I had to pick somebody else, I would I would lean towards Streelman at 8,300. I mean, he's got decent course history here. Uh, he's made three or four cuts, uh, top 25 the last two years. Pretty good birdie or better gained, fifth overall in the field uh, over the last 36 rounds. Uh, if oh, I'm sorry, 60. 53rd in the field, that was Phil, I was looking at. But he's second in JR's gain and eighth in ball striking. So, I mean, he's got the ability to, to show out here. Um, if I had to choose somebody else, it's Streeland, but I, I don't think I will. I think I'll just stick with Phil and have a ton of guys at 10, 9, and then in the 7Ks. All right, guys, I'm not going to play that I'm fading for sure are Lucas Glover and Grio. Yep. Uh, I'm just I just have no an- interest in playing them. Scott Piercy kind of fits that same bill, though his 19th tied for 19th finish at the military tribute i am going to go a little bit deeper of a look at him Corey connor's no interest really munoz won last week so he's off the docket and like this this hk range is just weird you got you know chucky three sticks i love chucky three sticks but i just have no interest this week no but that brings us to our boy bronson (laughs) no that's your boy no thanks I mean, he's playing some solid golf. Don't get me wrong, but nah, no thanks. 
the field's a little bit harder this week, and I I don't see a number. I don't see another top ten. He's overpriced at eight k. Yeah. Even with as well as he puts on Poa now. Sixth, though, at the Sanderson Farms, 19th at the Military Tribute. He does have that recent form that we love. Absolutely. So I, I do think he should be in consideration if you have, like, a final spot for 8,200 or below. Um, so something to consider. Burgoon. Burgoon. All right, let's go to that 7K range. Let's go there. Kick it off for us. Uh, Vaughn Taylor. Let's go back to the well. Oh yeah, let's go. Seventy six hundred. I admit it, he's the one that just did not do me any favors last week. Oh, and he doesn't really look good here either. I mean, he's missed two of three cuts, but he has a top fifteen three years ago. I, I gotta say, it's a bounce back spot. His his Poa birdie or better. He's third in the field. He's ninth in ball striking, fourth in approach on Poa. I mean, he he is not a great Poa putter, but he's not a bad Poa putter. So you know. I like him. I think he. I think he'll be lower on this week because he burned everybody, or those that played him. I. I. You know what? I was. He was, like, he was at eighteen percent on last week. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was one of those eighteen percent. As was I. He was in my core four and just burned oh. the core four. Like yeah. the core four was money until I added him. Now yeah. here's the thing. I agree with you. Normally, when a player that highly owned burns everybody, you just see a massive reduction in ownership the following week. I'm looking at ownership upwards to 16, 17% on Vaughn Taylor. Wow. Well, in that case, I'm going to have to reconsider. Now, I've, I've been wrong, but but with golf, I'm, I'm, I'm usually pretty close. Yeah, you're definitely on it. So, if come Wednesday on FanshareSports.com, <laughs> I see a similar kind of projection, I, I don't think I can buy Vaughn Taylor because of the recent form and even if he does make the cut i don't know if he has the form to top 20 top 10 that's fair so my favorite in the 7k range mm-hmm. mr harold varner the third oh baby ranks 37th overall in my private model scoring rate of 3.89 per 18 and my fantasy national model only ranks 43rd. Obviously, we worry about the three-putt avoidance, the putting. He mm-hmm. ranks towards the bottom. And all his other stats are kind of like middle-of-the-road type stats. But, again, coming in with a 19th place finish at the military tribute, the Greenbrier played extremely well, except for his approach, where he lost 1.2 strokes, but was excellent around the green and excellent off the tee. Typically, a much better approach game player than we saw last week. But... The thing with Varner is, you know, he's streaky. Um, I still think he's in that hot streak kind of area. I'm most definitely going to have some shares. Uh, I can't. I can't mainly because of the putting. I, I need a guy that has a has a high ceiling with the putter, and I just don't see. He's just a bad putter across all services, so I just don't see it. Okay. Well, I'm only taking guys that have the, have a ceiling that is much higher. Then where I think Mr. Varner ends up. So, Mr. Putter, Mr. Value the Putter, who do you mm-hmm. like in this range? Who do I like? As a matter of fact, I will tell you who I like, and that is a guy who has won this event twice in the last three years. Mr. Brendan Steele. Mm, you think he's going to win three out of four years? 
I don't, but I think he is egregiously underpriced for being a two-time winner here, and you only have to pay what is he like seventy seventy-four hundred? Yeah, no, I is not I, missed I, a cut here. Right, I, I just don't. I don't understand it, and it's not like he's in bad form. He's only missed one of the last six cuts. I don't get it. I, I, I do. I think he's going to win this. No, but I do think he's got like a top ten. At the worst case, probably top twenty. Uh, and at seventy four hundred, that's I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, I agree. I, he is seemingly overlooked. I don't understand how why he's. It's not like he's in bad form. He's not coming back from an injury. I I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I got maybe him, it's a trap. I got him I, at I sub ten percent, and and maybe someone knows something I don't know. But in terms of Vegas odds, he has way better odds than a lot of the guys in this range. Yep. Um, he he does struggle with scoring at times, but this is the fall swing. And I will admit, though, he has he played in a lot easier fields prior. Sure. In his victories, this is a much more difficult field. But at seventy four hundred, I, I totally see your point. If he was in the eight Ks, I wouldn't I would not play him. But I, I can't I can't turn away here. All right. So, guy I think who could surprise this weekend is Jim Furyk. Vegas doesn't love him, but. You know, it's Jimmy Furyk. He, he's a, he's an elite golfer, especially on these shorter courses where you don't need to be a bomber. You love his yeah. approach game and you love his ability to score. I, I think that kind of fits Furyk's game. So it, it's very, very, very important to kind of look at these golfers and the way they they, they played. One thing that's helped Furyk and is probably going to reduce his ownership is that he has no course history here. Mm. And um, I like that when you look at Furyk because he, I mean, he ranks high. On Poa, eleventh overall yeah. in the model, seventh in approach, fourth in three putt avoidance. The guy's got elite stats all over the place. Um, if his approach game is on, if his putting's on, he's gonna birdie. You know, we're we're looking at a Jim Furyk who is for sure. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna guarantee Furyk makes a cut. That's what I'm. Gonna oh, say. I'm throwing my Furyk guarantee out there. I can see that. I can't. I can't say. I can't come against that because I kind of agree that he makes a cut here. So. Anyone else in this 7K range? Yeah, I, you know who I really like and who has not played very well, and I think the price is great here is Adam Hadwin at, at 70. Uh, I lost him. 7,500. Yeah, I have. 7,500. I, I have Hadwin too. It's similar I mean, to Fury. He's, the, he's a better putter than Sanjay on on Poa. I mean, he gets loans almost half a stroke here. I mean, for me, he ranks out number two in his last 100 rounds putting on Poa. He ranks third overall in, in the mixed condition. Uh, you know. For for looking at his stats just on Poa, it's hard not not to like him with his price. I mean, he's in the mid twenties across the board for pretty much everything I'm looking at. Uh, you look at his course history though: two of four cuts uh, and a forty first is his best finish. But I, I think we see a different Hadwin this week. I really do. I I don't know why. I just everything looks too good. I think it looks I, better I, on paper, but it's his first tournament back since the BMW. Yeah. And that's a long time to not play competitive golf. I agree, but I mean, if you're going to not play, play on your most competitive surface. <clears throat> I mean, where you putt the best and miss two cuts. Yeah, I do have to dig into that a little bit more. I, I like him on paper, like you said, but I need to dig into what happened, how close those missed cuts were. All right, your boy Adam Shank. Yes or no? <laughs> no, I'm off Shank this week. I, I just. I mean, he, he's made the cut here in the past, but I'm, I'm not on him this week. All right. 
Now, a player that is going onto my do not play ever list is Charlie Hoffman. Um, he looks great. He always looks great, and he always lets me down. So he's kind of entered that fold for me. If he ends up winning, good for him, bad for me. But I'm not. He's a good power putter. I I just I'm sick of the burns on I Charlie know. Hoffman. Sick of it. I'm with you. I've been on the wrong side of Hoffman before. I will have a little bit of Charlie Hoffman. So so I'll, you can live through me. Fine, that's fine. You have fun with that. Uh, I am going to go to Sun Kang. I think he's going overlooked. I think he he has a great chance to be successful here. Great Poe putter. You know, he's not going to sh- like shine on any statistical model because he's such a streaky player, you know, kind of one of those like top 10, top 20 players where he's going to miss the cut. I think this is an opportunity to get Sun King right. Um, the one thing I do like about him is that he's just a, he's not necessarily a scorer, but he's just great at playing on POA. Um, Vegas doesn't hate him, which I like, especially in the 7K range, this lower 7K range. But. Um, Sun King is in play 36 overall in my fantasy national model and also the one thing I like is 26th in 3 putt avoidance love avoiding those bogeys and he's not so bad in the sand average 37 so nice hoping for scoring hoping for rounding out that game you got it alright anyone else in this 7k range you want to mention uh the guys I'll mention that I don't really want to dig into, have interest in, that I dig a little bit more is Carlos Ortiz, Luke List, even though he's playing like absolute hot garbage, and a little bit of Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Who? So that's about it. I'll have a little bit, one like 5% of all those guys in, in the 20 maxes. But I'm sticking with the 65 cuts. I'm kind of sticking the guys that are a little bit more reliable, especially this early on until I get a feel of how things are shaking out. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Martin Pillar. He is a monster. He is a monster. Miscut. Miscut. Martin Pillar. I guarantee he will make the cut. Martin Pillar. Miscut. Miscut. I guarantee he will make the cut. Martin Pillar. <laughs> <laughs> a monster. I guarantee he will make the cut. All right, that'll take us to the 6K range, which brings us to our favorite segment MG mm. Monsters in Guarantee, the Martin Pillar Effect, where Zach and I will pick our monster, the player that we feel will top 25. And our 6K player that's going to guarantee the one we guarantee to make the cut. I'll be honest, I have sucked lately. But you, my friend, as usual, this is your segment, your show. I live here. I live in the the, the bottom scum of the world you, that are actually actually good. This this week is surprisingly. There are some golfers down here that I am like, why in the hell are you that? But all right, I'll play your game. All right, let's hear your monster. Uh, I want to do guarantee first. Okay. Jamie Lovemark, sixty-three hundred. Jamie, I think Lovemark for sixty. I don't think three hundred. No, I don't think he can win. Place finish at the Sanderson Farms recently. Yep, and he's made three or four cuts here with a high of twentieth a couple years ago. He is a very strong pro putter. He gets 
Game's about .4 strokes around on Poa, which is great. He's got some good length and accuracy on uh, the longer par fives, which I think he comes in 18th in the field. The short game has been on. He, once he gets going, if he can get that putter where it should be, he should be putting some birdies down. I think he makes the cut here pretty easily. And then I think he'll probably flutter out around the 40th, 35th maybe. But that's my guarantee. I like a little, I like a little love mark. My guarantee is Sam Ryder. Sam mm. Ryder, kind of that similar boat. Decent Poa putter. Um, recent results here as a missed cut and a fourth place finish. So that's something going for him. Now, I think Sam Ryder is not going to top 10 this week again, but he is potentially going to get a made cut. He did miss the cut last weekend at the Sanderson Farms. I'm not too concerned. He struggled off the tee, and in his approach, off the tee game was pretty important last week. When you struggle there, you're just not going to do well. So um, this week, not as important. I think his last five events, he's been struggling. But, you know, we're due for a turnaround at this point for Sam Ryder and a golfer his caliber. So, who's, like that. who's your monster? Ooh, I've been bouncing around on this pretty much all day. I've changed it probably three or four times. I think, so I might throw out two. I might give everybody a little a little bone here. There's that cheating. Can I not do that? It's kind of cheating because... <laughs> all right, fine. I'm going with Kevin Stadler. At 6,100. This is a. I like. I a, had him too. Oh, really? Okay, that's good because I, I, I felt, I felt weird about it. I, 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 don't know. I agree. I mean, we have limited data. Very limited. But he grew up on the West Coast. He's played in these type of events before. The limited data we have, he is a scorer. He's done great in JIR's game. He's great in approach. Uh, he's eighth in strokes gained, par five. Uh, of the stats that we do have, his best surface is Poa, which if we hopefully. The data we don't have on his college and growing up, if that's true, then he should get better and better on Poe as we gain more data. So I'm 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 banking on that, and and Stadler's my my monster. I wish there was more de- data, and and I, I do. I was I was gonna back that up and say yeah, let let's like he. I was really considering making him my monster, but I, I just there's just not enough there for me to say oh yeah, here we go. This is it. So. This this is it. I'm in. Who you got? Who's your who's your break the break the slate? All right. So here are some guys I was gonna say that like I was really truly considering. And it, like one was like Sungwoon Bay. Yeah. Um. One in 2015, but then had two missed cuts recently. Like he was an option of mine. Zach Blair is kind of one of those coarse horses here, but I just don't think he can win. And and that's a problem for me. Um. But. When you look at this soul 6K range, I'm going to go risky with the monster. Sepstrop. No, not going back to <laughs> Sepstrop. We're going Pat Perez. Oh, interesting. Pat Perez is my option here. Now, he missed the cut at the Northern Trust the last time he played in a PGA event, but of course he plays across the pond. All right, so Pat Perez, though, he isn't going to necessarily blow up in anyone's model, but for me, he always seems to do well. He's finished in the top, uh, he's 19th overall in the last 100 rounds on POA. Putts well on this surface, 30th in three-putt avoidance, 7th in birdies or better gain, 6th or 8th in birdies, and 23rd in bogey avoidance. Those are the kind of the key stats that I stress that you need to focus on at this particular tournament. 
Um, I think he's egregiously underpriced for his ability. Yeah. Especially sure. what we see him at, and it's a steal. It's a bargain. It's six six, and then you're going to get him at sub three percent ownership. Pep Perez is my monster. Monster. I like that. That's a, that's a, that's that as I overlooked Pep Perez. Honestly, that's a great call. So, uh, other guys I like though: Nick Watney, Robert Strap, Sam Ryder. Eh, I don't know if I love Sam Ryder, but you know, he just kind of fits that. Like, hopefully, you do well mold, and then of yep. course Mackenzie Hughes, stuff like that. So. Yep. Yeah, I've got uh, other guys I like of interest in Patrick Rogers and digging in a little bit of Sebastian Kaplan at sixty one hundred. But there's like next to no data. I'm just I, I, I like what I saw looking him up on his, on his young career. And then uh, that's about it. But we also have Tony Romo on the field, so hang on. No, thank you. Tony Romo could make a cut. It ain't gonna happen, but it, it, it's out. Oh, you men are all alike seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag you better keep your mouth shut oh i think i love him there all right well that's a wrap the cut line is over it's all over Safeway starts up this Thursday. Lineups lock on Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's early, boys. Especially you live in the Central West Coast or Pacific time zones. Make sure you join us next week as Zach and I break down the Shriners at TPC Summerlin. A big shout-out to Fantasy National. A special thanks to PGA Tour and a many thanks to Fanshare Sports. Remember... To sign up at FanshareSports.com, use the code CUTLINE for a 20% discount. Uh, but the most gratitude goes to you, the listener. Thanks for hanging with us. And Zach, thank you. Great show. Yeah, thank, thank you as well. Awesome work. Couldn't do it without you. And that'll do it for the CUTLINE. Let's get some winners, boys.